This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Are you still there? To delete the message, press 7. To save it in the archives, press 9. To hear more options, press 0. What are you talking about? Alrighty, everybody, we are back for episode 18 of the Battle for LA podcast, part of the Clutch Points Network. I'm Tomer Zarli, your LA Clippers reporter. As always, I'm here with Ryan Ward, Sir Ryan Ward. Sir, oh, you got it right. You got it right. I have been knighted. Sir Ryan Ward. Sir Ryan of House Ward is the proper way to say it. Um, Our Lakers reporter. As always, we're here to give you some uh, Lakers Clippers insight. Uh, Unfortunately, it is August and it's a little dry dead we've got some interesting topics dead. for you guys today so uh let's just jump right into it dwight howard officially signed with the los angeles lakers and he has chosen his jersey number by the way this is clutch fire the segment is clutch fire clutch clutch fire yeah both of us will just fire topic back and forth Sizzling fire. Uh, but dwight dwight chose his jersey number it is number 39 the first ever laker to wear 39 that's how old his body is right now 39 why 39 Piece of hell out of me, man. I've 39 free throw attempts is the uh, NBA high, and Dwight Howard has done it twice, believe it or not, and shot an amazing percentage doing that. Did he? With the most he hit was what, 21 out of 39? I believe 21 of 39 20. was one of yeah. them. Wow. That's the only correlation with 39 I can think of. I, th- I honestly, I think. He chose this to get as far away from 12 as he possibly could so people don't have that kind of like stain in their memory of 12 in purple and gold. Maybe he should have picked uh, 99 then to get as far away from 12 as he could. Yeah, 39 is just weird. I guarantee there's, we're going to find out in his press conference, if he has a press, press conference, which I don't think he will. He might have something over the phone like they did with a bunch of the free agent signees, but... uh. Or maybe media day, we find out. I don't know. But there's something to it. Something to it. So Dwight shot, uh, as Ryan said, he shot 39 free throws in a game, set the NBA record for attempts. He did that twice. He made 21 as a member of the Magic one year in 2011-2012. And then the following year with the Lakers, actually, he made 25 of 39. It was back-to-back years? Shot a solid 64% from the line. <laughs> so I was wrong. 25 is the high. 25 is the high. Which isn't bad, but it's also not great missing 14 free throws <laughs> in the game. Great. That's, that's LeBron-esque right there. You know, those two are going to be two peas in the pot when it comes to the free throw line. I, I wonder why he chose 39, though, other than maybe it is the free throw number. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Why would you brag about getting in the line 39, 39 times? 39 is so random, though. No, it's totally random. Like, I, I, don't, I don't understand it at all, but who knows? Maybe it's the number of teams he wants to play on before he's retired. <laughs> Including overseas and big three. Including overseas, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Every big three team. And then maybe he'll be good. So then we come to your boy, your former boy, I guess, SGA. 
Shea Gildress Alexander. Oh, you got to make me cry. Yes. Uh, and he's uh, being compared to Westbrook, right? And he says, I'm not Westbrook. And he's grateful for the opportunity he got with the Clippers, right? Saying, <laughs> honestly, I'm just grateful for the opportunity. Not a lot of guys get to experience that their rookie season, meaning he kind of broke out, right? I learned so much from the preparation before the game to things during the game. What? I'm going to give Clippers fans a chance to shed a tear real quick. <laughs> Moment of silence for SGA. There it is. Uh, I mean, Shea had Shea was the only rookie to make the playoff, only lottery pick to make the playoffs and actually play significant minutes. Uh, and now he'll be replacing one of the superstars in the league in Westbrook, representing the Oklahoma City Thunder franchise. You were, um, you were buzzing about him all the way back to uh, preseason. Yeah, he was. Uh, we went to the preseason game. What was it Anaheim? Yeah, the Honda Center. He's and terrific. You, and there. you were talking about him. He's terrific there too. Funky He's, form. Uh, just a long, just a long guard, just one of those long guards, Sean Livingston like, a little shorter than him, but he's just got the length. Uh, projected to be probably one of the best point guard in the draft, other than Trey Young before he broke out. What would you, what would you think his ceiling is? I don't. It's so hard to predict. Yeah, but you every, have every time some I've idea. asked Doc Rivers or like his teammates, they've never given an answer because they don't want to. They don't want to sort of put a ceiling on him because they think he could be like one of the great point guards, but he's just got a. You know, learn how to use his body. Well, you said Sean Livingston. Do you think he's going to be better than Sean Livingston? Well, Sean Livingston was on pace to being a really good player before he got injured. But you see what he became. I mean, he's a three-time champion, kind of a role player. No, he'll be better on than a championship that. team. No, he'll be better than that. Okay, he'll be better than he'll be. So that's part of the he'll ceiling. Be a star. We're taking steps he'll be a here. Star. It's therapy session. Shea Gildas Alexander will be a star in this league. I'm just going to say that. Okay. Um, all star. He'll be. He'll be a, a multiple-time all star. All in front of the star. He'll be a multiple-time All-Star in the West. Yes, he will team up with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George at one point on the All-Star team. <laughs> oh, bold! At one point. At one point. Bold. At one point. You ready to see that on a graphic this week, for folks? <laughs> uh, do you th- do you think he's going to benefit from playing uh, with Chris Paul, or do you think it's going to be kind of a nightmare? Oh yeah, he's already said he learned a lot from Chris Paul uh, working out with him the last couple of weeks. Yeah, that's uh, working out a and lot of one-on-ones. playing during the season's a little bit different. Yeah, but you get to see what he sees through his eyes. Uh, you know, Chris Paul will be on the bench, you know, yelling at him about what he should have done, what he what he what he's seen, or you know, just stuff like that. As, mm-hmm. as a point guard, you're the playmaker. You're the one who's controlling the offense. So, Chris, Paul, I can't think of a better mentor for Shea than Chris Paul. That's interesting. Um, just because, I mean, you had the Clippers' past point guard in Chris Paul. And who we thought was going to be the Clippers' future in Shea. And now they're both gone and on the thunder. Shed's tear again. <laughs> now you got Patrick Beverly for the next, what, three years? I'm ecstatic for Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly's a dog. Who's the backup point guard? Shamit? Uh, for now, yeah. They have uh, some depth issues deep. to figure yeah, out. Yeah, super deep there. Point guard and center, but at least we have a center. <clears throat> Ryan had a thing about, Dwight, about Anthony Davis and the Lakers. Uh, AD is apparently open to playing the five after after weeks of saying he's not open to playing the five now he is just in the playoffs it sounds it sounds like he's if it comes down to that to where they, they need him to play the five he'll do it so it's like it's like any job right like like you know if you you don't like doing something but you'll do it if you have to right so that's, that's where I kind of think he's going says Davis is comfortable playing. This is a piece from Shams Sharania from the, the Athletic. 
Says he's comfortable playing minutes at center during the playoffs, Leesworth says, but prefers a true big next to him uh, over a full regular season. So hence getting Dwight Howard and him playing uh, the five, a true big, true five, you know, which is definitely Dwight. Um, But we'll see how that changes because who knows if Dwight can stay healthy? Who knows if McGee can stay healthy? I think Davis is probably going to end up playing the five more than than he wants to. Yeah, I think I don't think it's a it's close. He's going to have to play the five. Yeah, McGee is not going to be able to give you more than twenty minutes a game. Dwight's probably going to get injured at some point. Yeah, unless there's some um, other guy that they, they throw in the mix that can play the five. Which Kuz? I mean, <laughs> did, I mean, talk about small ball, right? But uh, that I don't know. This it it'll be. It'd be interesting to see how they, they, they mix things up in the preseason. So maybe if they try little things here and there. Um, but th- the goal will be to keep Anthony Davis happy. I, have we, how we've said the last few weeks, like that's the goal. You right? have to keep AD happy no matter what. So if he doesn't want to play the five this year, you don't play him at the... <laughs> you better work that's it out. That's what I think from the Lakers' perspective. You don't play him at the five until he signs that long-term deal. Mm-hmm. And then you play him at the five. Yeah, then you say, you, you do what we tell you to do. Even though he's under contract this year. I mean, it sucks, but they need him to play the five. He's he could dominate most most centers on offense, but defensively he's got to. Well, the great players do what they're they're told to do. I mean, if you got to play a little bit out of position, or if it's you're obviously capable of doing it, right? Yeah. So just do it. I don't see what the big deal is. We'll I get see what they do. He probably feels limited. He probably has to you know guard guys like Rudy Gobert and stuff like that, where or Embiid, which he probably doesn't want to do too much. But whatever, dude. Who do you think ends up starting? What Dwight and McGee? Mm-hmm. I I would have said McGee, and there's no no chance of Dwight starting. But now I heard there's what open competition for the starting role. But Is then that again, true? wasn't he said to have been? Was it Shelburne that said Ramona Shelburne that said uh, he was promised a starting role? McGee. Oh, I'm not sure about when that. He I don't think that's a thing. Was he promised a starting role? I could have sworn. I could have sworn you said it on one of the pods the last couple of weeks. He might. I don't know. I'm not he sure about that. He signed with the, the uh, intent of starting. Well, with the promise of starting. Starting. Right. Okay. But now Dwight's in the mix, and the open competition thing is coming up. So, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a healthy thing to, to battle it out and to have no, you know, set uh, lineups and like Kuzma even battling for a starting position. So um, you mean you mean to tell me that Dwight and JaVale are going to have a battle for LA's Lakers starting center? Did you just slap your knee? I was like, a knee slapper. Knee slapper right there, yeah. Yeah, so uh, training camp should be interesting, even though it's only, what, a week? Um, we'll see how they, they throw him out there. and I, I'm betting they're going to throw Dwight in there a lot during the preseason. Just see what he's got left. You know, see what he can take. Especially early on. And that'll yeah. probably be the the one thing everybody's looking at. And the way, obviously, LeBron and AD play together. It'll be interesting to see. I'm not sure who will start, but um, definitely will be interesting. Put my money on McGee. Starting? Yeah. Okay. Um, this is from the Boston Globe, moving on to the Clippers side. Um, Doc Rivers did an interview with Gary Washburn of the Boston Globe. There's the connection. I'm like, how the hell is that connected at all? Oh, yeah, yeah, Boston Globe, yeah. Okay. Um where he was asked about you know Kawhi Leonard and, and the new team, and he said, this is what Doc said. <clears throat> From afar, Kawhi kind of reminds me a lot of Kevin Garnett. 
He reminds me of a quiet version of Kevin. He said, imagine a Kevin Garnett that didn't talk. His actions are why we followed him. Doesn't sound like Kevin Garnett anymore. <laughs> That's what it sounds. As verbal as Kevin was and as expressive as he was, if he didn't follow through with his actions, none of that verbal stuff would have worked. So that's why he says, uh, Kawhi reminds him of a quiet Kevin. He said, that's the best type of leadership, uh, to show by example, uh, which is which is kind of true um, I mean, I can see way. the intensity defensively. It's just, it's just funny because it, he's all emotion and all all intensity, right? Yeah, again, Kevin. quiet version. Just yeah. keeps it all to himself, but is just as ruthless. <laughs> so a robot, basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just as ruthless as, KD, as, as KG, though, where he just will do anything it takes to win. He played on injured knee last last postseason. Yeah. Willed his team to the to the finals. Um, and there's never a question of effort with, with Kawhi. That's for sure. Injured or not, there was a question of effort back when he was with the Spurs. Whether he was trying hard enough to come back and blah blah blah. Whether he was actually injured. And that's all stuff that you don't see on the floor, though. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, At least you didn't with him. Yeah, I I think Kawhi Kawhi does remind me a bit of Kevin in the lead by example way i just find it hard to see because they're just so different they're so different yeah personality like opposites yeah. yeah well i mean look doc's not saying this doc has experience with both of these guys not with Kawhi yet on the court but he's been around him he had that meeting with him and got a good feel for him mm-hmm. during free agency uh and even since then i'm sure they've met um and doc coached kg for a good i think it was Four or five years until 2013 or 2012. I don't know how long that won was. a title together. So um, you had to get that in there, didn't you? Won a title together. They did win a title together. Just the, like the Doc and Kawhi will win a title together. Yeah, just like how the, the Lakers won a title against the Celtics. Oh, that Celtics team. That oh, a long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Uh, Doc went to add that um, you know this year it's 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 open in terms of the target on people's backs. Um, what do you mean like? Like yeah. the whole league kind of yeah, thing? He said it's open. It's 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 us. It's the Lakers. It's Golden State. It's Boston. It's a bunch of teams. Um, and we are clearly a team that teams will, will target. Um, it remi- he said it reminds me of the Miami Heat team back in 2010 that hadn't won yet, but when they added LeBron, D. Wade, and Chris Bosh, they were still a target. He compared his Clippers to that Miami Heat team. In terms of being the target on their back, even though they haven't won mm, I don't yet. know about that. Why not? That's a bit of a stretch. Because when LeBron went, I mean, it was a titanic shift, man. Like, everybody had their talking, but they thought of them as the enemy. I don't think people think of Kawhi and, and Paul George right, as the enemy. in the NBA, they didn't think about them as enemy. They had a target on their back. Talking about from the NBA's perspective, from other teams' perspective. Yeah, I, I still don't agree with that statement. Hmm. I think, yeah, they're going to be a great team, but I don't think everybody's like, oh, my God, we better look out for the Clippers. They're going to kill everybody. I mean, when, the, when that Miami Heat team got together, it was like everybody's like, I don't think these guys are going to lose. Like, everybody's betting on them. Kawhi and Paul George, yeah, they're going to be really good. But I don't think everybody's thinking they're going to be unstoppable. Everybody thought that team was going to be unstoppable. Three superstars that's on the fair. same team. That's fair. That's that's true. Yeah. That's what I said he reminds me a little bit of. I'm not, I just, not, this team is that team. I just thought it was a bit of a stretch, that's all. Um I, th- I do think it is open, though, in terms of which team... I agree with that. ...will target on their back. 80 forced to trade out of New Orleans. Yeah. Kawhi There's sort of so much got movement. Paul George to L.A. The, the Warriors don't look like the Warriors anymore. I mean, it's... They got D'Angelo, though. They're still not bad, even though Kawhi's No, out. it's not bad, but it's not what it was. And they don't know uh, when they're getting Clay back. The Celtics lost superstar Aaron Baines. <laughs> they lost Kyrie Irving. 
Um, and Aaron Baines and Al Horford. So they're going to look I think very Horford different. Horford is going to be the one that's really going to kill them. Yeah, they're going to look very different. Yeah. Philly, Philly lost Jimmy Butler. Gained Al Horford. Gained Al Horford and Josh Richardson from the they Miami They may have Heat. gotten better overall. I think, they, I think they may have. Reddick might have hurt them a bit more than Jimmy Butler leaving, actually. Yeah, shooting was a big mm-hmm. issue for them. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's open. I don't I don't know if it's... Uh, I, I agree think, with Doc. I, I think it is open. I don't think we've seen this kind of parody in a long time. We said this a couple weeks ago. It's a two-star league now. Yeah. It's strictly a two-star it's league. duos. Yeah. Or like the 2K thing, the, the duos. Although Philly does kind of have a big three slash big four. They're, they're pretty good. Yeah, They've got four max guys. It goes, it goes Embiid, uh, Simmons, Horford, then Horford. But I wouldn't consider Horford like a star. He's he's like one of those guys that's always in between. He's really Where's good. The thing? But he's not. You he wouldn't and Tobias consider Harris him a star. got paid like stars. Five-year 180 for Tobias is star money. A four one hundred for Al Horford is star money. You're not paying those guys unless there's stars in their roles. Might be and stars right be, now, but that that could, that'll change in terms of money wise in a couple of years. The fact should, should the fact of the matter is, what's well, like Mike Conley getting being the highest paid player in the NBA a couple of years ago? It's like he never even made an All Star team, and he's the highest paid player. Well, in the that, NBA? I mean, he, he was deserving of it. There was just always a better no, I mean, point guard. I mean, yeah, he's for Memphis's purposes, yes. But on a different team, he's not getting that, right? Yeah, no. He, he I don't I don't think he's ever made it, right? He's never made it. He's never been on an all-star team, yeah. And now he's supposedly the best player on a potential title contender on the, the Jazz? I I wonder if he'd make an all-star on this team. That's another question. That's the all-stars all, you know, mixing up now. That's yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be different. Yeah, that was that was a lot from Doc Rivers in that interview. Um you can check that out, Boston Globe. What about Shaq, Daddy? Shaq chiming in on Dwight? Who? I don't <laughs> exactly. know that guy. <laughs> exactly. I don't know that guy is what Shaq said. So, Team Z in typical fashion caught up, you know, with Shaq and asked him about Dwight coming back to the Lakers. And he's like, who? I don't know him. You know, there's always <laughs> been beef between those two with Dwight, you know, taking the... the the Superman nickname. And Superman is in the building. Coming right after Shaq, being the next star in Orlando after Shaq. Like, well, not right after. You know what I'm saying. Yep. But uh, <laughs> it looks like there's still some animosity there a little bit. Oh, you think? He Just, clearly doesn't like him. It's weird that with those two, though. It's like they've gone back and forth. Like, it's, it's they're cool. And then all of a sudden, Shaq takes a shot. Dwight never really takes a shot. I don't think he has. He's too afraid of Shaq. <laughs> I don't, I, think, mean, I don't think he could be with Shaq on that. Anytime, some, like, anytime Barkley takes a shot at Shaq, Shaq just fires back with the rings oh, those two really and the conversation ends. Pretty so much. I don't know what you can take. What a else sh- can you say? Also, what hasn't Shaq done that you can take a shot at him for? Missing free throws? If that's the only thing. Dwight also misses free throws. So there's nothing that Dwight can really go at him at. Well, you can say he's he's sponsored by every company company possible. How's that a bad thing? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. like he's Bringing in checks left and right. People might call him a sellout. I don't call blame. me a sellout if you can check left I would and right. Do it. Yeah, I would do it. He's got the personality <laughs> where he can sell anything. You know, he's even selling that the what's it called the Zifa thing that I want to try because I snore like it? a friggin' bear, huh? The snoring thing. Yeah, it's like that, that little mouthpiece you put in your in your mouth, and it's supposed to keep like your your jaw open enough to where so the back of your snore? throat doesn't close oh, up or something. Okay, okay interesting. So Shaq yeah. promotes that. Yeah, it's one of his thousand. Things are like everywhere, the man. general and I love the general commercials. They're yeah. so corny. And what was it? Was that the foot foot cream or something that he was? Uh, this is a little uncharted territory here. 
when we get to the food cream part of the podcast, we yeah, should probably good. just uh, tough act and back away. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, Shaq, I guess away. has never for- forgiven uh, <laughs> Dwight Howard for all of his uh, Superman stealing nickname. I'm just Benny thinks he's a clown, like like many others think he's a clown. But Shaq and Kobe agree on something. That's probably the one thing they do agree on. Wow. Probably. Look at that. Why can't we be friends? Because <laughs> you joke too much. That's true. That's true. Yeah, nothing um, wrong with that. I joke all the time too, but I'm not I'm not a professional athlete. Could have been. Could have been. <laughs> Could have been. But uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that wraps it up for episode 18 of the Battle for LA podcast, part of the Clutch Points Network. Um, you can check out Ryan Ward on Twitter and Instagram. That's at Ryan Ward LA. Uh, you can check me out, Tomer Zarly, on Twitter and Instagram. That's at T-O-M-E-R-A-Z-A-R-L-Y. Um, as always, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Um, if you guys have any uh, questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, uh, shoot, it, shoot it over to us on Twitter and Instagram. We're open to hearing those all the time. Uh, if you guys are NFL fans by any chance, uh, please, please check out the new Established the Past podcast we just started. Uh, that's hosted by Dylan Reagan and Blake Level. Um, they go in-depth on everything NFL, NFL season, fantasy football, anything you want to get your NFL fix in. These guys don't in. miss a beat either. Yeah. Anything you want for NFL fix, you will get it there. Fantasy football stuff. These guys know their, they know the stuff. They just wrapped up a, an Andrew Luck uh, special episode, so please tune into that. It's called the Establish the Past podcast. Uh, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed ep- uh, today's episode, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace.